the B2B Messaging Podcast by Winter. Welcome back to B2B Messaging Podcast. Today we have Ruslan Sultanov, Product Marketing Manager at Precisely. Ruslan, thanks so much for being on today. Thanks for having me. Great, great to be here. Want to jump right in, get to know you a little bit better. How did you start in product marketing and why did you choose that path? It's a great question. I first got exposed to product marketing during my product marketing internship at Pitney Bowes in 2019. I've since done some jobs in traditional marketing, social media marketing, and things like that, but I always gravitate, gravitated back towards product marketing since I think it's a great fit for me personally. You know, with a, my, my background is in marketing, but I was always curious about the world of software and data. So my current position at Precisely kind of gives me the taste of all areas of marketing. You know, I work with corporate marketing, global marketing services, sales enablement, sales product. I just love that collaboration. And I'm also very happy to see the trend that a lot of young professionals choose product marketing as their early career opportunity because it can give you, can expose you to all those things that, you know, you might be able to decide a little bit better what's the best future for yourself in marketing going forward. So, yes. So how is messaging currently being done at Precisely? One of the most unique and exciting things about being in product marketing at Precisely right now is that we're building a whole new ball game, which is data integrity. And our goal is to empower businesses to make more confident decisions based on data that can be trusted to have maximum accuracy, consistency, and context. So there's a lot of, there's a rich portfolio of solutions that we offer for data integration, data quality, and data governance, location intelligence, data enrichment. There's a, a big portfolio, you know, with more than 50 years of combined experience that came through acquisitions. So as product market, marketers, it gives us this exciting opportunity to look at ways our customers can reach new levels of business value with unique use cases, like some combinations of solutions that we offer, right? So, and since we're in product marketing, are an intersection of product and marketing, we're challenged to always stay curious and learn about those various applications and learn about our customers and their unique data integrity trends, their unique data integrity needs. Another thing too, in 2022, we have engaged in force management methodology where our entire organization is aligned on leading with customer value. This is very common for product marketers, not as common for the rest of the organization. So that's another exciting thing for me personally, that you know we work in tandem with sales product and marketing to help our customers achieve their goals. So you talked a little bit about the product marketing positioning being in between product and marketing. So who comes up with the key messages that you want sent out to the market? I would say that product marketing team probably is leading the charge coming up with the key messages. But as you know, it's a shared responsibility for everyone in marketing product and sales functions too, to ensure its consistency and relevance. Another important thing too is brand recognition, especially, especially when you're a relatively new name in the market. So this means working closely with corporate marketing colleagues just to make sure that your corporate marketing messages and the product marketing messages are aligned. I would say this This is how I would break it down. So who is it at your company then that takes that messaging and turns it into website copy? My role in product marketing is to build what we call a product marketing overview document. So that includes top level messaging, target market positioning use cases and benefits. And then my colleagues in marketing can refer to it. I think an important thing to remember when it comes to messaging, right? It's not, it's not just web copy. 
it's everything how that represents how your brand communicates to its customers and highlights the value of its product. So again, it's everyone's job to keep it consistent and resonating, but also it shines in various different forms and that just not, not just limited to web copy. And uh, almost every aspect of the business is built around the company messaging. And this goes beyond marketing materials. It's also the way you talk about yourself as a company, the way you talk about your products. I really try to encourage product marketers to recognize exactly how much value you're creating to the business, you know, you know not just limited to, you know, I wrote something on the website. It's really like I built a story. I built the story that we're telling to the market. How do you know that that messaging is working? That's the, that's the, that's the hardest part, right? I think there's so many different ways to validate, you know, your messaging positioning, just understand whether it's working or not. Some things I would say like include campaign performance, you know, whether you just rolled out a campaign and let's say you had a product launch and some kind of campaigns associated with that. How did that perform? One thing I find extremely valuable for any product marketing is to have many, many customer conversations because I think that when it comes to research in particular, having a customer conversation will give you a much better understanding of things that you need to know about the product or the landscape, as opposed to you sitting on the web and searching for it yourself. You can learn from other people a lot more than you can on your own. And again, also externally, you know, having conversations with journalists, analysts, industry influencers, you can understand whether you're rowing in the right direction when it comes to the your competition and just overall landscape of business and whether you're going in the right direction too. So you validate it with customers through research. What metrics do you follow to, to measure that effectiveness? Yeah, I, th I think, I think when it comes to con like customer conversations, kind of hard to, you know, kind of hard to put a metric. The metrics I would say we, we would follow is the website metrics. So web metrics would tell you who's searching on our website, what they're looking for, which would give us kind of a better idea about the correlation of the marketing activities that we do. Another metric I would say is important is marketing funnel, because that will tell us also like what's working and what's not working, where the funnel is breaking. Again, another thing too is the role of marketing is to drive revenue, right? So sales revenue, renewal rate, that will help you understand maybe on long-term, you know, what is your product going to be looking like in two, three years from now? I think that th those types of metrics can give you a good idea of that. So these, these, are, these are, I would say, are the metrics that worth following as a product marketer. You've got the messaging, you put it out there, you get the research, the feedback comes back, and it's really a long-term kind of methodology to get that feedback. What are the ongoing activities to help you improve as you go through that process to optimize the messaging. Yeah, no, that, that's very important. I think I mentioned force management methodology, what we do, the, 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 you know, having the value for customers as a key focus. As a part of this process, we have an ongoing cross-functional collaboration to ensure that messaging is resonating. So we're getting feedback, emerging topics, insights from the field, from the sales team. Then we get product updates, roadmap, competitive landscape insights from the product team, and then campaign performance and emerging ideas from the marketing team. So having this arsenal of insights can give you like this all-encompassing view of activities and is really important to, it's just a great foundation to improve and optimize your messaging. How often do you update or change your messaging and positioning? I think it would be a good 
thing to have, you know, if we all had just this one, like, oh, I need to update my messaging positioning quarterly or like semi-annually or monthly. I don't think there is a, I don't think there is a specific timing. I think it really depends on the product. So some products are emerging products that require to have really hand on the pulse, you know, need to be, messaging need to be monitored, updated every couple of weeks or a month. Some products are heading, heading towards end of life. So there might not be updates needed, but you need to make sure that, you know, the web presence is cleared up and you're, you're not confusing your customers. We have an established process of quarterly reviews of roadmap of product roadmaps and also go to market topics. And this helps us stay agile and response to changes in the market and focus on the products that need updates. And again, every product is different. So having this process in place can kind of let us know, Hey, this product needs to be reviewed. Messaging needs to be reviewed and updated next year, for example, because the the, the release is going to happen next year. So I think it really depends on the product. So this is a little bit more of a personal question. Is there a product or launch or a specific company that you had the most fun working on messaging? Yes. So in my mind, product launch is probably the most rewarding activity that you can engage in product marketing. You know, every, every, every job has, you know, every role has those things that you like to do and not like to do. So for me, a product release is just, it's just the most amazing thing. For me, it would be Property Graph. So it's a data product that we have with, that we offer precisely. Two reasons. This is my most favorite, most amazing launch. The first one is this was the first launch I've been involved in as an owner. So this this was on, on the product marketing side. It was my launch, my first launch. I've been involved in other launches. I'm still fairly early in my career. So this was like my first baby, <laughs> so to say. And the other important thing too is it was such a robust product to work with. There was such so many different use cases, so many things I needed to understand from the personas who are going to be interested in the product to various vertical use cases, different industry benefits from the product in very many different ways. I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go in a deep conversation exactly what the product does because I'm not sure everybody's going to be interested in that. But basically, the product required a lot of a lot of research. And for me personally, English is not my first language. So from the messaging standpoint, that was really challenging for me to kind of, you know, wrap it up into, into a new, into a new layout with a product marketing overview, list everything out and make sure I'm not missing anything. And the product doesn't really have, didn't really have a lot of direct competitors on the market. So that was another challenge too, to kind of like, what is going to be this unique message that's going to be building from the ground that will resonate. In your opinion to become great at crafting messaging, what do you think is needed? I think messaging is a, messaging is a result of all you do as a product marketer, right? So studying your target personas, competitive landscape, positioning, super important, like all those, the, all those little things. So I would say that one thing I would call out individually is getting direct customer feedback. So this is a key element of all product research. So you need to prioritize getting more customer exposure at all times, but then to become great at crafting messaging, I think it's just become, become great as a product marketer, you know, like become great at all the elements of what product marketing is and the messaging will follow. What do you think you can learn and where do you learn it? For me personally, the product marketing Alliance course, the core course has been a great starting point in product marketing. This is something that I, I, I got, I got, I got, I got hired by precisely, I joined precisely in 2021. And the first thing that I joined, they, they, 
gave me an opportunity to take this course. And that was just a great entrance for me personally, because I've only been doing product marketing as an intern before. So this gave me just some good groundwork, some good templates, some good understanding of what things product marketers do. I learned most about product marketing probably from my product marketing peers. We have an amazing product marketing team at Precisely that I learn from every day, some mentors along the way. So I learned from them a lot. I There's some books I would recommend for product marketer. I mentioned, and Precisely, we're working on creating this new data category of data integrity. So Play Bigger is a great book. It has multiple authors. I don't want to I don't want to butcher their names or <laughs> forget to mention somebody, but the book's called Play Bigger. I, like I mentioned, you know, there's all these things that you enjoy doing more or less in your role. For me, positioning is something I really enjoy. And I learned a lot from April Dunford and her book, obviously awesome. And on the messaging end, I'm still learning a lot. I'm currently reading Everybody Writes by Anne Handley. So can recommend or not recommend the book. Yeah, I'm sure it's awesome, but I'm, I'm, I'm in early stages. I'm just digging my teeth into it right now. Ruslan, I appreciate you being on. Once again, Ruslan Sultanov, Marketing Manager at Precisely. Do you have any last words of advice, any parting words of or tips that have helped you throughout your career? So for me personally, I would say messaging is always work in progress, right? I think it's one of those things that you always feel that can be improved. So my advice would be, you know, focus on progress over perfection. Another thing, another suggestion for early career product marketers is, is you know, just just be genuinely curious about the products that you're working with. You know, the, the role you decide to take on, make sure that it resonates with what your interests are, right? Another tip for young professionals too, internships, you know, I got, I got my current role in product marketing. Like I mentioned, I think I like to see the trend that more early career product marketers just explore this opportunity. I think it's just a great, it's just a great idea for you to understand what marketing is all about and reach out to product marketers on LinkedIn. You know, if you, if you want to learn more about what day-to-day looks like, I know most people will be happy to, to walk you through and just, you know, share that knowledge with you. So I would say those are the ones, the t- tips I would give. And then, yeah. And just one thing too, you know, when you do decide to go in your next chapter, go with a company that excites you and you think for yourself, like, I would want to be their customers and go with someone who cares about you and invests in your future. I think that is sage advice. appreciate it. Okay. Once again, this is B2B Messaging Podcast. We'll catch you next time.